0: Welcome to the Evergreen Creative Company Podcast. We like to call it the Evergreen Creative Podcast. It's a little bit shorter to say, but our main goal for this podcast is to share our experiences as a company through the projects that we work on on a weekly basis. Whether you're a client or another creator, you're going to get to hear our experiences from each project that we work on. So if you find value from this podcast, please leave a review and also share this with your friends and colleagues.
1: Who wants to go see the new Minion movie?
2: (laughs) I do not
0: want to see the Minion movie.
2: (laughs) There's a trend on TikTok where all these teenage boys will dress up in full suits to go see (laughs) Minions (laughs) and like bring bananas and stuff. I just
0: saw someone. I guess it's a trend. Yeah, because I saw someone post
2: their... Like high schoolers doing it it's caused such a problem like there's theaters like if people show up in suits like to see also, the movie they'll ban them from the theater because they're like doing it on purpose is like a meme to go see minions and like they just scream the entire movie well oh, if they're doing that that's stupid but if you're dressing up in suits like what? yeah that's dumb.
1: but also like i saw one video where this girl was like um i told her to dress up for the minions but we got our wires crossed and her friend was in like a dress and stuff and she turned the camera around on herself and she was dressed like a minion.
2: She painted her face yellow.
1: <laughs> she was, when she said dress up.
0: I'm, I'm not a fan of those movies did, at all.
1: Did Kristen show you? I told her to show you. I sent her a video. The other day. I was like, show this to Josh. That's an example of my uh, TikTok feed. Oh! Did she show it to you?
0: No, but it just makes it makes it it is funny like <laughs> how my feed is so much different than yours. <laughs> Let me show. Even on you. like the same kind of subject material, like the what was the type of videos we were looking at before?
2: It was like the duets to some trend. Were completely <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Play it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like
2: that's,
1: that's what I get That's what, When I open up TikTok Those will be the TikToks that I see And so I send it to Kristen. Stark
0: difference <laughs> Like stark difference with the stuff that comes uh, online Mine's, like, all the guys doing dumb stuff or
2: heartfelt things or... (laughs) Hers is grandma on crack singing music. Yeah. That was Slocum, Alabama, right there.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm saying when I say, like, in the Buzz Lightyear video.
2: (laughs) The dude was (laughs) in the bathtub. (laughs)
1: Those are the videos I get.
0: Uh, I was listening to a podcast on the way to work. To grow your video podcast and there's this i have to look up the company name again or like their website and stuff but it's funny video sale or funny sales videos and it, <laughs> I, I can always like to go viral on like their goal is to go viral like so they do all kinds of testing and all kinds of stuff but i'm like it makes you wonder like with some of those accounts like Is it on purpose or is it authentic?
1: I think some of them are on purpose, but I think a lot of them are authentic. And my feed is filled with those or it'll be like a cow and (laughs) someone will like poke it and it like drains a bunch of pus. (laughs) 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 And I'll send this to my friends and they'll be like, please stop. I'm I'm
2: part of Gen Z, but I'm on the older end of Gen Z. Because like there was a period of time like... Maybe if, during like COVID. that's why I I like I'm like the millennial stuff. Like I'm with, on the the older side. Like during COVID, like whenever I was in lockdown and I was back <coughs> home with all my brothers, like some of the stuff. That why do you like,
0: clear your throat in the microphone? <laughs> I, I
1: think I just <laughs> forgot. Oh, like, she later turned like, to
0: like, decided to avoid <laughs> it. But it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was back home with my brothers and like some of the stuff that they would be watching on YouTube or the memes they would send in our group chats. I'm like man, I don't get it anymore. <laughs> I don't get what they find well, funny. Like, and, like, now, like, I get it. It's kind of become a more mainstream thing. But some of the things they found funny, I'm like, this for a while, is I was scary. like,
0: The way to be successful on YouTube or TikTok is just to act a fool in front of the camera and scream your head off the entire time. It's like the videos that my kids watch, like, whether it's a gaming commentary kind of thing. It's just, like, them, like, <laughs> reacting like crazy into the... Um, microphone and stuff like that just like Hannah just did and um, or it's like the family vlog stuff it's like the mom's just like constantly on this like high peak level of talking it's just like that's so stressful like I I can't watch that
1: well Houston duh here's the thing we are both on the older side of Gen Z because you know Gen Z ends at like what 2010? yeah so so there's like ten year olds right now. Or like twelve year olds. I know, olds. that's what I'm
2: saying. Like my, my younger brothers like and their friends and like, I don't get it. Yeah. My but then sometimes sense sense humor but, but is scary see, sometimes
1: but see then there is a thing where it's like that Buzz Lightyear video or like something <laughs> like that where it's this is really funny and you know it's funny and I know it's funny and Josh is like, what does it mean? Like, or I would show
0: <laughs> Literally, He I was has like, the type of I energy I am trying to understand ha- the humor He in has the type thing. of
1: energy of like when I'll show Grandpa something, and he'll be like who is that? And I'm like, I don't <laughs> That's know That's boomer energy, what are you talking about? Yeah, and Josh was Thanks. exhibiting some of that the other day. And <laughs> he was like, that, I don't get it. No, That's it's just not Gen funny.
2: Z humor is scary. I mess with Gen uh, Like, if you're going
1: to tell X-ers me that that is not funny.
0: <laughs> I mess with Gen Xers all the time. They're like, okay, boomer. <laughs> and they get so offended by that. Yeah,
2: but it's like, it's a product of... <laughs> so on today's knowledge.
0: podcast, we're talking about making impactful videos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i I'm like, cut this into the podcast. That was good content.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. Keep it. Okay. Just mute the mute the burp. Yeah.
1: <laughs> At least it wasn't one of my loudest, like the one that I recorded to him that time. And then he said, i <laughs> showed Josh."
0: <laughs>
2: that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm Josh. I'm Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm Hannah. What, was it uh, disturbed? Is that the? <laughs> 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 Uh, the, I, this love, podcast I love is this episode
2: derailed. is unhinged. I love watching derailed.
1: videos of uh, people do karaoke to that.
0: be so funny. That would be pretty good. Like, wow. uh, <laughs> or was that a or uh, Kid Rock song? I don't even know what the song blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> so, yep.
2: I mean, when
0: people auditioned with that song, it was pretty funny. But Kristen, she had her five minutes of fame on WTVY live at lunch so we'll see if we can
2: cut that in put that into the show notes or something this is the most the unhinged <laughs> podcast of all but.
1: <laughs> like look at this video these are the videos I get it's like this person <laughs> hey Thomas what is your favorite color Thomas what's your favorite color mm, Blue.
2: half of the fun is the all comments the, all the comments are all like all the comments
1: yeah all the comments are I'm like i'm here for the comments they're like he said every, like, <laughs> bro just,
2: bro just <laughs> said every color like bro just said every
0: color at once <laughs> uh, that's hilarious this is so
1: funny
0: what <clears throat> we'll to put like a go to minute mark this when we
2: actually get back on track oh <sighs> Those are the videos i get though and they're so funny uh this is just funny the, uh, so again we this should just like, go through
0: is, our our tick feed and just like show the difference between this is so. yes.
2: unrelated but just i mean this podcast is already unhinged uh, we're talking about everything my brother just sent this text to our family group chat <laughs> he said i'm so lonely that dad ordered me a girlfriend smh <laughs> <Let me laughs> it's see. just this like six foot tall box <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like, a guitar or something, but...
0: Some, the first video that pops up is a A phone camera comparison.
1: <laughs>
0: Song is irrelevant. Let's see what mine is. I went out of the what, what's your first one on the feed? Let me look. So, shout out to Jonathan Casey.
2: <laughs> uh, the very first one that came up is just... This, some somebody duetted something talking about paparazzi. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, why are the paparazzi like this? But then the next one is this creator I follow who's I make, makes video content stuff.
1: The first one that comes up for me. He's is talking about
2: DaVinci Resolve and he, how he can't believe it's free.
1: <laughs> I just keep getting lives. Hold on, let me refresh. Let me go to the app. And, go and then again.
0: typically I
2: get something that
0: has to do with like marriage or couples kind of stuff.
2: So that was number two, number three, camera stuff. Yeah, the the one right after that was like film camera stuff. So
0: usually it's like always like the BTS kind of shot, and then oh, they show yeah. the final result kind of thing.
2: It's always like somebody's like. Mine is
1: th-. some dad dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and number four is an ad. I always get racist stuff or Karen type stuff too. Oh yeah, the freak like, outs. or the. The police, not treating people good kind of oh, things. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll watch it, but then I, I guess uh, I have to turn that kind of stuff off because I'll. It's important to be aware of that stuff, but it'll get my blood boiling too. Like it'll <laughs> it'll change my whole mood after watching something like that. It's like
2: the benefit of shooting eight K RAW, <laughs> like <that's> the... <laughs> Yeah,
0: mine's like social justice stuff, camera things, marriage, guys doing this funny stuff. This
1: video so funny. Look.
0: God. The but production quality accurate? on that reminds me of someone else, but <laughs> <laughs> is
1: that not accurate.
2: This gotta be a Patreon episode exclusive.
1: <laughs> like, I had this one video, it was like Arab dads naming things wrong. <laughs> it's like a lamp, and he's like Kindle <laughs> It's so funny. It
2: was a hair dryer, and he goes gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Phone
2: sunscreen,
0: Screen <laughs> Gun Knife Cube? What? Hot mm, box. <laughs> balls. I've seen videos like My that where it was uh, the cheese grater.
2: Knife Cube.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, where like a girl had to guess uh, the sports teams by just looking at the logos. <laughs> oh, like God. those are funny. <laughs> Don't
1: do that to me. Also, oh, this video is so
2: funny. And I cr- <laughs>
0: Hannah put the phone away. <laughs> I
2: cried. No more TikTok after this. <laughs> right. Right.
0: I mean, it's, it's pretty accurate. So <laughs> Saw the
2: Elvis movie. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. Oh my gosh. Okay. Those
1: are my TikToks. I don't know
2: if we talked about it, but Elvis movie is really good.
0: We are 13 minutes into this podcast, and good. okay, so that was a good uh, filler. <laughs> um, <laughs> so impactful videos. <laughs> it's just
1: the Elvis. Oh, I cry every time I think about it
2: That guy just made an impact on my life I don't know about (laughs) y'all Oh, man
0: (laughs) So before all this went crazy Before we hit record um, (laughs) So life in the day of Evergreen for one um, we're Houston all over the place anyways now, Houston is now a daily vlogger <laughs> he, he uh, has resurrected the old flip camera fresh double A batteries good to go so are you going to be posting that to your IG probably you should there's some great footage of some eating <laughs> that was awful <laughs> food went places
2: <laughs> podcast BTS there's our BTS, yeah, camera. our bts camera that would
1: be really easy to get
2: bts footage oh 100 percent right. for sure 720p so last
0: episode we talked about if film school was worth it um some tips
2: and all that kind of stuff goodness <laughs> <laughs> gracious all the body noises right into the camera
1: i'm just really amped up from laughing so
2: i just <laughs> just...
0: need like a mute button next to you so I can yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, but where do people go from, okay, so I need to go to college or I need to link up with the right people. Like what do you do at, after that point? And one of the things was like, what's the kind of content that someone can start practicing? Cause like one of the things that we said was to, one of the best ways to get, you know, into this industry is getting your hands on a camera and working and doing some stuff, like doing some projects. So like my first reaction is like second shoot with someone like you don't necessarily have to jump right into like a first shooter role so second shooting with someone that has more experience you can learn from them and also it just gets you more tangible hands-on uh ways to get um different kind of content created uh once you get more comfortable with that kind of stuff kind of stuff i would say like or another route is like weddings um A lot of videographers, at least, and even photographers, use weddings as like a stepping stone. I, I still like doing them. It's not something that I think I'll ever just stop doing unless my body just can't do it because it is pretty taxing on the body. But um, especially in South Alabama, yeah, it's it's awful right now. It's like in the hundreds every day. Um, But it's like so using weddings, weddings. yes, yeah. So coming back to weddings, as is like such a perfect example to just talk about content creating and learning and all that kind of stuff because when I got into doing this like on a more professional side of stuff it was a wedding like that's how I got into stuff I had a photographer friend that said you should try doing weddings and I was like okay I'll see how it goes and at the time there were some people that I knew that was getting married they were wanting video work done they couldn't afford it so it was like that one that you do for free so that we can get some experience and get something
2: under your belt kind of thing <clears throat> And do we
1: all have one of those? Do you have one of those, Houston?
2: Actually, no. I mean, I've done a I few. Do. I've had a few mm-hmm. things that I did for free, but literally like the first wedding I did was probably one with you. Like, I, uh, that was never one of the, at least for me, one of the stepping <laughs> stones because I just came from a different world. Right. Learning how to do all that stuff. And, like, I'd done... Um, like there were creative facets to parts of life the live production that came on later like when we came into these things initially it was just live production and then we kept adding more and more pieces to it including creative sort of like a, a creative team so right. you know that, and stuff like that started buying like Sony a7 III's and mm-hmm. gimbals and stuff to do that and we would create commercials like we did a a spot for the hotel that Miss America was staying at mm-hmm. while we were there so that that stuff kind of all came on in the process of that. So then whenever I was like, you know what, maybe I don't want to be on the road 9 months out of the year and I was getting married and then doing this like my first wedding was doing one with you somewhere.
0: But even to kind of piggyback on the Miss America stuff, it's like what was kind of cool to me at that point cuz like we're we're still a relatively new company. Um like we're progressing pretty well and all that kind of stuff, but it's like we cover so many bases. And it's like with Almost everybody here can do pretty much all the things in some way or form. Um, but, like, with JC, like, everybody, everybody was hired because of a specific role. And that was pretty neat. And we, even with the Kelsey Bernard Clark stuff that we were, worked on recently, it's, like, tongue twister stuff that my word's mouth doesn't work with. But, <clears throat> like, we were hired on to do specific things. Like, you were just, like, assistant-type role. I was on there for, because one, the camera, like mm-hmm. they just, the camera operators that they had hired, something fell through. So they just, I think they got COVID. I think it was that. And it was like a boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing. So so like two people
2: were He out. was going to be the videographer. She was a production assistant. Right. So then they brought us on. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but like and each person that was hired on even for that project was for a specific role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was pretty neat that like, because the stuff that we do a lot of times is like run a gun kind of style. And so like, that was one of the things that I was placed into with the Miss America stuff with like the parade things. And like, I was on my gimbal and a handheld gimbal at that point. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool that like, even if you do all the things where if like, you get a reputation of a shooting style, like you could actually be hired on because of that shooting mm-hmm. style. Not, not because you just know how to operate a camera. Right. Um, But going back to, like, weddings, and um, to me, weddings is such a... It's a two-sided thing. One, it's like weddings, they're very important to people. So it's not something that you just dive into to experiment with. Like, don't do it for that reason because you are messing with people's lives. Like, that's their wedding.
2: It's a big deal. Something they're going to remember forever.
0: Right. So you need to still do it the right way. Um, But it is such you have to learn stuff so fast because obviously you go in with a plan and you try to get the things that you're supposed to get. You have a shot list basically, but you have to be completely flexible. You have to be able to adapt. You have to like think on the fly. You can't just be so stuck into like, this is the only thing I'm gonna Mm -hmm. get because um, especially in the video world, you're trying to capture emotions, you're trying to capture reactions. And at least our style, like we're trying to develop an emotional or dynamic kind of video to where it's gonna impact someone's life kind of thing. Like they're gonna be able to relive that wedding that day. And so it's like, I'm glad I started with weddings, but I did a lot of research beforehand. Like I didn't just jump into it. I tried to look up like other YouTube channels that taught you how to do this or that, or like what kind of gear you should get, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, if if I didn't have weddings, it probably probably would have definitely been a slower start. But then it goes back to networking, and I could get to a whole big story that I've probably already talked about on the podcast already. But, <clears throat> but like with uh, James Champion, that was second shooting with another photographer, Um, me and him connected at a wedding and like that's the person that got me into the door with the city stuff and a lot of the corporate side of things so if I didn't have weddings I wouldn't I mean Mm -hmm. wouldn't even be here right now kind of stuff but um, so like content that people can start with I would start with a wedding or a second shooting with someone uh, because that's going to be the quickest way to learn hands on for sure Um, obviously do a lot of research beforehand though because if you are going to and i think we could have a whole different like podcast just on or i don't know some sort of content just talking about like second shooters like if you're going to be a second shooter or an assistant type role you know how do you become a successful like position like that like what does the first shooter want you know what are the things that you're trying to do to because you're ideally like you're you might be a second angle but throughout the day too like you're there to assist the the first shooter you're there to make sure that um you know things are getting done you're trying to anticipate the next Mm -hmm. thing Um, whether it's like in photography like you start to learn the lighting aspect of things where's the flash gonna have to sit or you know
2: is the batteries low or
0: you know just even little things like that just makes the the Mm -hmm. flow of the day go by so much faster
2: I'll be doing it this weekend. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't shot a photos at a wedding in a long time, but had a friend reach out to second shoot one at Windmill Station. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Has,
0: have you done a photo, wedding photo roll?
2: Not intentionally. I've picked I up. I
1: second shot with Natalie. It's really easy.
2: But I've grabbed a camera in moments where something was happening that yeah. I needed to take a few photos here and there. <laughs> but I've always been video for anything
0: here. But at least you shot a windmill, so you know what to expect yeah. there.
1: Yeah, We were trying to tell her we were like, lighting is terrible and, <laughs> and it's stores. definitely a have struggle.
0: Fun. Use that um, sunroom as much as you can, exactly. Yeah, if it's available. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's second. I, I'm not going to rehash that. let to so cut that part out. I'm kind of <laughs> tapped out on that. If unless you all have some trying to think of additions think of another topic what are or like what are some other kind of projects that we could practice on like so if you're gonna be a content creator uh, some of the tips that i've seen like if you're gonna go on the content creation side of stuff and you're trying to get into that kind of work um some tips that i've seen is like just doing podcast style stuff um developing an audience and things like that and you get to learn some of the basics like with syncing audio and color correcting and skin tones and all that kind of stuff like you can do a, a video podcast and, and do that kind of stuff or even product reviews like i got a like my youtube channel that's where i experiment stuff with like there's client work or whatever but with my youtube channel my Baintech channel and stuff or even when i used to do the vlog and stuff or whatever personal projects kind of things like that's where i would experiment And so, having a YouTube channel, or even if you're just going to use Instagram, for example, um, creating reels or whatever, you can really, like, develop some skills that way. Because I learned, because I did product reviews, like, I didn't want to do just, you know, talking hands kind of thing. I wanted to, like, do some B-roll kind of shots and try to develop those kind of skills and lighting and all kinds of stuff. So, a YouTube channel could be a great spot to to develop some skills well
1: and like there's several people on youtube tiktok who will do product videos they'll take Mm -hmm. like someone like a celebrity's product or whatever and um they'll do a product video for it and Mm -hmm. just do a bunch of creative stuff in the video and get millions and millions of views yeah
0: that's actually something that uh, as a company we want to do we need to
1: schedule that soon It's just like we need to do a scheduled shoot. We need to go ahead and schedule those things because otherwise
0: they keep getting
1: put on
0: That's It's very true. And it's like, like you said, it's great content. I see that kind of stuff on my TikTok feeds all the time. Like you see some of the BTS kind of stuff and then you see the final result and like preaching to ourselves kind of thing is like practice makes perfect or like not necessarily we're not going after perfection, but um yeah like the more you practice the better and like that's a style of video that like we like and we want to do but it's not something that you can just throw together you have hey to,
2: nomadic if you want to send us a few peter mckinnon nomadic. backpacks <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be fun actually Polar i, to, send us I still need to do a review MD. on my um my Peak Design bag, like I still haven't done that. Well, <laughs> Two gear review. So they didn't send it to me for review, but it's like, it's a nod that I want to do towards them. Um, they had sent me some other stuff where we were collaborating on some other product.
2: Um, you but, did like, a, like the camera clip review, didn't you? It wasn't
0: that, I'm trying to remember what it was. I think I was going on a trip and there's was just a discussion that I was having I think it was like some mobile accessories, like it had to do something with the phone. I think it was like one of their cases that they uh, came out with. But um,
1: really, it's something you really have to be intentional about scheduling. Um, oh because yeah. with all the things that we've been talking about, I feel like we've been talking about doing things for several months and it gets busy, but then yeah. those things never get done, and then we never get to do what we like, actually wanna do.
0: Right, and so it's like we love our local community. Like There's a lot of businesses, organizations, products, and all that kind of stuff that we can do here locally, but as a company, I feel like there's a lot of potential for success working with organizations outside of this area. And those product-type videos um, is, I think, one of those avenues that we could try to do. Because uh, if we if we nail that kind of stuff, it, like you said, it gets attention from not only the, the company, but it's just very interesting content and it's, it's just really nice looking. So um, it's definitely something we need to, to practice on too. And we have our own YouTube channel that like, we can do that kind of content with as well. Actually, today, it's not a product, but we have a, a photo shoot with a local DJ. That, like, we're going to be doing a lot of BTS stuff on that, but we're going to be trying to do some creative type shots with long exposure, lighting and, and stuff, so we'll see how it goes. But even then, it's like, again, looking with my Baintech stuff, I didn't learn long exposure stuff without that avenue. Um, I went to Sony Camera Camp, I got the invitations to do that back in it was 2019, at this point, it was like September 2019. Anyways, but that's where I learned longer exposure. I wouldn't have had it if I didn't have Bantec. But then once I learned that kind of stuff, I started applying it to some of like product photos and and whatnot. So it's really cool. I like it.
2: Nice. How do
1: you zoom in on here?
2: There's a little up arrow.
1: I was pressing it, but
2: nothing. It out. might. I would say it might be zoomed in all the way. It wasn't. <laughs> I wonder how long that thing will last on two AA batteries. <laughs>
0: But it said do a whole daily vlog <laughs>
2: or a day vlog. Do a 12-year-later review. 20, I mean, is it still relevant? <laughs> <laughs> Should you buy the Flip Ultra HD in 2022? That's... <laughs> I think the answer's yes. Can you personally? even...
1: Personally, I think the answer is yes. I don't know if it's, it's going right towards right me.
2: Right on your mouth. Right on the microphone.
1: Personally, I think it's yes. Because it's so tiny and it doesn't look half bad and it's very easy to just put in your pocket and then whoop.
0: well it's like what i was saying too is like with file um storage like it's not gonna take up a lot of space at all yeah so that's pretty like even taking stuff with our phones right now it's still huge like file sizes like 4k 60 videos <laughs> But we're using. I've been using my phone for like documenting the the bus progress. So, like obviously, like we have production level stuff here at the studio. I'm like,
1: mm.
2: sometimes it's sometimes, just easier. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it is. So obviously,
0: some content will be on our better gear, but.
1: It's more convenient. And that's why that's why you should buy this.
0: There, but the, so I remember...
1: Let's do a product video hearing for a discuss- this. So, like,
0: we've talked about vlogging and stuff or vloggers and stuff that we have uh, followed throughout the years and just the different dynamics or, like, different progressions of online content and stuff. So, like, for a long time, like, we'll I guess the Casey Neistat era, we'll, we'll put it that way he started using DSLRs and mirrorless cameras to, for his stuff. Like mm-hmm. on a GorillaPod, that was his style. With the shotgun mic on top, that was how he captured everything. And so I think everybody before that was using like cell phones or, you know, handy cams kind of stuff or whatever, like video cameras like that to get video. He changed it and got the, the mirrorless style. So you started to see people just like, we'll step over to Peter McKinnon where he did like vlogging stuff but super professional looking yeah so the the balance that started changing was that you started it lost authenticity or it didn't feel it felt too curated and things like that so it's like it was really good at the moment but then people like the younger generations identify with cell phone footage um, you can even talk to marketing uh, strategists, saying, and even like we've had this discussions here, when you make a TikTok video from your phone, or even IG Reels, it does so much better than your like professionally created stuff. Yeah. And it's like it is kind of frustrating with like our perspective because like we know how much, quote unquote, better quality we can put out there, but it's, it's just because people I, connect yeah. more because it feels more in the moment kind of stuff. So. I it get. is interesting to see, like, even though, like, what we would consider lower quality with that, that could potentially do better than some of our highly mm-hmm. curated I content. I can uh,
2: get a full underwater housing for this thing, uh like, <laughs> the original one that they used to make, right? 5 dollars on eBay, if I wanted to take this underwater.
1: Like, honestly, though, like, this is the new thing. <laughs> Forget.
2: Everything has, like, full circle in a sense.
1: But here's yeah. the thing people love like people feel so nostalgic about early mm-hmm. 2000s because there's a huge gen wave z- of
2: like people using like five megapixel digital cameras like on well, tiktok right now
1: for um for people who are in gen z like most of them were b- born
0: mm-hmm. late
1: 90s early 2000s and so it's also nostalgic whatever so they love the look of mm-hmm. stuff like this yep.
0: and like it- pulling on this nostalgic string like, is like such a good tactic when it's used right
2: mm-hmm. like
0: that's why like even with some of like these remakes of movies or shows and things like that um, it's, it's going towards a target audience like trying to get people to oh those were such good vibes we, back then we and
1: even like we've talked about how when we have kids and whatever we want to do film and stuff mm-hmm. because like I've got all my pictures and whatever in, like, stacks. Like, mm-hmm. printed pictures and everything. And, like, I mean, all the videos of when I was younger were on a video camera that we have to have, like, an adapter and all this stuff for whatever. Yeah, I'm in the but process
2: of... Uh, my dad gave me a whole box with our old camcorder and, like, tons of VHS and mini-DV tapes that mm-hmm. I'm at some point going to digitize and put on a hard drive for right. so we can have it. But it was, like, whenever we were going through all the photos um in my mom's closet just like looking at all this stuff like all the negatives and stuff are still there it's just like some of these photos were taken like 50 60 years ago mm-hmm. and still look this good i'm like
1: they've held up so well yeah. something
2: about film like the just the amount of detail it can retain over time yeah. cuz like there's that weird period at least like for when i was I don't know, probably like I'm seven or eight. Mm-hmm. My younger brothers were being born where everything was being captured on early digital cameras that now looking back, like you can't hardly tell what you're looking at because it was like right. two megapixels. Yeah. And even well, as a company, we're like trying
0: to incorporate film and yeah. stuff now because and I know digital has like advanced to that right. point
2: now, but there's just something about knowing that film will look good forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and at the end of the day, like, 30 years from now, a photo that we took this week could be lost somewhere. Like, I've got, it could get accidentally delivered, or whatever could happen, Mm -hmm. whatever, but, like, we have so many film cameras, whatever, and... um.
2: As long as they keep making it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's, like, on the video side of stuff, that's hard, because it's just not as... You can't keep it as... Safe, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's Um, a lot different for sure. Like, so for like on on the digital side, it's like yes, always gonna have. We tell our clients it's like, download this file, upload it to your own storage, like devices, a hard like hard drive, and also cloud stuff because, like hard drives go bad at times. Cloud services, you could lose your account someday, or you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff could happen. Yeah. But like photography, that's one of the things I do appreciate about photography so much because you can have prints, Mm -hmm. you can have stuff in albums, you can have, you know, you know, stuff on your wall for years and years and years and and pass that down. But even it is like a track record. It's so
1: nice on old like video cameras that and I know like digitally you can Mm -hmm. have, you know, timestamps and all the stuff, but it tells you like date, time, like all the things, whatever. And... I feel like those like mm-hmm. are so nostalgic for people. People love the way those look. Yeah.
2: It's a it's an interesting transition to now where like I mean, I'm sure all of us, you know, have like home movies or um old photo albums and stuff where it's like now uh like everything's been documented on phones and on it's like phones. I'm going to airplay it on the TV right. and we'll swipe through all these vertical videos of
0: and just also to think about just the the digital side of stuff even looking at how we are so dependent on a company's storage system. Right, iCloud, Google Drive, Dropbox. Look at like Google Photos, for example. It used to be free, unlimited storage, but now they're starting to limit that, unless if you have a Pixel phone. So it's like, companies will change their policies and that impacts what you deal with and how you store your stuff. And unless if you keep up with it, like I think even, uh, Daniel that's going to be coming in today, he was talking about, because he was trying to categorize some of the examples that he wants to use and something went screwy with his iCloud account and all his stuff is just either gone or just like, find so, it, yeah, you know? where he can't find it.
1: Well, I mean, Caleb and Sarah's wedding,
0: mm-hmm.
1: their photos and stuff, it's like so much and like <laughs> so much can go wrong and for people who know what they're doing like you know then you're probably not gonna have that issue but right. um that's where it's like for specific things doing film or whatever is i mean like we're always so gonna have our phones and taking phone yeah. photos
2: but I'm, I'm seeing all those kind of photo albums and just pictures from like when my mom was like five years old and how yeah. well those held up i'm like yeah. i think just for my own purposes like i love to just carry like a point-and-shoot camera, right. yeah. cheap roll of color film, mm-hmm. just like...
1: Well, I mean, we both have one with us at, like, almost all times. Right.
2: And then I've got, a like, another camera. six or seven in the closet. Like, mm-hmm. if one breaks, I can just whip yeah. one out, put a new battery in it, and keep That's shooting. That's why we did
1: film cameras at our wedding. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, we've got all the photos, and, like, they're great and all the things, but at the end of the day, like, film cameras on tables where, like, mm-hmm. people are taking pictures of themselves right, or whatever, yeah. and it, like, it just i don't
2: know we still have to get those developed i know developed. we have I've, got like <laughs> I've got like seven rolls i've got i've got like seven rolls of film in my fridge i just need to put it in a big bag and send it off so yeah they'll get developed yeah it's, like
0: before this podcast started we were talking about topics and stuff but like we were starting to say like impactful content, but like the like, and then also the meaning of Evergreen. But honestly, like those two together and after everything that we just got done talking about. I is totally like, forgot what we were our, setting out to well, do. Well, like as a company, it's like we, we want to make impactful content that lasts. Yeah. And like that's really like one of the hardcore values of, of Evergreen Creative Company is that we want to make content that impacts someone's life and also sticks. That is timeless. Like doesn't go out of style or something and so it's like, our goal is to always provide that for our clients and stuff. So it's, it's a, um, whether it's through film, whether it's through digital stuff, or just even just the experience. Uh, like a lot of times, like, like kind of roll back to some advice when you're first getting going with the whole, like yes, network, but um, I'll use a wedding expo as, as example, like a bridal show. If you're gonna like set up a booth don't just sit there behind your booth. Like, get out of the booth. Go talk to other vendors. Uh, make those kind of connections. And so, like, that's the kind of stuff that's going to last is the experiences and stuff. And so, it's like when we're, I mean, shoot, look at the Cochran firm. We use them as a, as an example. And it's not a slam on anybody else that they worked with in the past, but they hired us because they liked working with us. And like, that's like that means a lot as a company. But it's like. Our goal is to have an experience with people, not just provide yeah, content. I mean, because essentially content.
1: you're selling yourselves.
0: Exactly. And so, and that's, you know, that's advice, at least in this area. It's like, there's a lot of good creators in this area. You could hire a bunch and get great results and stuff. But for the most part, they're going to hire people, especially like in the industry that we are in, because they liked working with you and I would rather, even if you're higher priced than others, and maybe someone else is cheaper, they're gonna hire the pers- person that they like more. So, anyways,
2: I'm tapped out. Pro I need tip? more coffee. Do we have a pro tip? <laughs> pro tip: <clears throat> drink coffee.
1: At your wedding, have film cameras.
2: Hire, or hire us evergreen to do creative.
0: <laughs> well, honestly, like the pro tip out of all that we'd had discuss today is this is why it's so important to hire professionals and like because like just to name off just a few of the things that we take for protective measures on just the content it's like as soon as we are done with the shoot we're backing it up on a a backup hard drive as well as like an editing hard drive and then we have cloud storage and like so we have different layers of Mm -hmm. backup so that way in case something happens yeah exactly So like our camera, or two of our cameras at least, uh, the ones that we always use, you can dual record, which means it records on two SD cards because we've learned the hard way one time and it it only took once. I was like, we can't do this again. Uh, Fortunately, like nothing bad happened as far as being able to recover the project. But one of the, um, I think it was just like one file got messed up. The rest of the files were fine. But the thing was, is like the card, had an error and so that whatever the clip that was which we didn't need it that we just got kind of lucked out on it mm-hmm. but it's like we can't take that chance on something else so it's like we invest hundreds and thousands of dollars more just cards, on the storage,
2: simultaneous recording so there's two copies of everything yeah.
0: so like that's just an example of like when you're hiring a professional company you're hiring those kind of protective services it's not just about the final result it's about all the steps that happen to make that final result so that's when you get that professional level of uh, quality that's what you're paying for all right so that's going to wrap it up for this episode we appreciate you watching or listening If you find value from this podcast, please leave a review. It helps rank us up into the podcast algorithms. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show and share some of your project experiences, let us know, reach out, and we'll be happy to have you on the show and get you scheduled on. If you're a client and want to work on a project with us, there's contact information down below in the video description. We're looking forward to hearing from you and see what your ideas are and see how we can potentially be a fit to make your project happen.
2: Until then, we'll catch the next episode.